listening to the Legendary Wrestling Obsession Podcast with your hosts, Corey Draper and Jeff Hughes. What a bastard! Didn't know what happened to him there. My word, Anderson can't believe that he's beside himself with anger. And Tully Blanchard is beside himself almost unconscious. Good down-home cheating. Good down-home good down cheating. Sure. Welcome to the preview edition of the Legendary Wrestling Obsession podcast. I'm Corey Draper here with Jeff Hughes. We've been having fun so far getting ready for the launch of our podcast. And uh, we want to give you a little taste of what you can expect if you give us a chance to talk about wrestling in front of you. So, Corey, when uh, you were a kid, you uh, were really dedicated to your weekly wrestling program. And uh, at this time, a very special wrestler was just about to make his entrance into your life. So let's go back now to how you met Mr. Thunderlips, (laughs) if I can call him that. You'll understand what I mean. And I would get so upset when my parents would make, like, dinner plans, especially when we were out at the lake. You know, at the cabin, and we, you know, we'd go over to someone's house, and I knew they didn't have TV. <laughs> like we had a TV at our cabin, but they didn't have a TV at their cabin. I'm like, but mom, I'm not going to be able to watch wrestling, you know. And it was a big deal that I would miss a week of wrestling because you're not DVRing it. A VHS doesn't even exist yet, right? There's no way to record it. If you're not sitting in front of that TV paying attention, you're not seeing it. Wow. So it Pre- was VHS things. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god. My thing was, so this is the summer of '81. So at some point, they started promoting that Hulk Hogan was coming to the AWA just through commentary. Nothing else. No, no vignettes. No, you know, no interviews. Nothing. Just, just name dropping him. Words. Just words on a microphone. Okay. And so I knew that I was excited about this guy and I didn't even know who he was. Again... At this point in my life, I'm pretty sure I was unaware that there was anything other than the American Wrestling Association. It's called the American Wrestling Association. So I assumed everybody in Canada and the U.S. was watching the Vern Gagne's and Nick Bockwinkel's and and all these people. That's what I thought it was. I didn't know. So, again, they had been talking about it, and there was a show where he was supposed to appear, I believe, and I was getting excited and this is kind of going back to what I said about my parents taking me to some dinner over the family friends. And I was like, ah, no, no, no. And for some reason, my middle brother, I believe he wasn't there. He did something else. He was with his friends or another family. And so he loved to torment me. He loved to, you know, pick on me, you know, tease me, everything. He, he knew how excited I was about this. So he told me that he saw the show the next week, you know, during, you know, the, that next day or whatever. And he told, he told me that Hulk Hogan wrestled and then when he got angry he turned green and got bigger <laughs> <laughs> okay so i knew that wasn't true but there was a small sliver where i hoped it was <laughs> uh, that's fucking great. so here comes the next saturday and my parents are taking us back to the same cabin over the friends with no tv and i was like what so the only thing my little mind could think of to do was i played sick I started faking being sick in the afternoon. <laughs> a masterful performance. <laughs> but I knew there was a very good chance they were still just going to drag me along, you know, and, you know, stick me on a couch somewhere and be like, oh, you'll be fine, honey. And luckily, my oldest brother, he came through and offered to stay home with me. And I, I remember him wa- watching with me and, I, you know, on the couch. And, you know, have, uh, the two of us, like, under the blanket. He's six years older than me. I'm like a little kid. He's almost, you know, basically a teenager at this point. 
and watching. And there it is. There was the first. Okay, awesome story. So a few years later, a very special TV show starts, and that kind of ties into what we're doing here. So what's the plan, and when do we start? Okay, we're looking to start our podcast, The Real Episodes, on May 11th, which happens to be the 38th year anniversary of Saturday Night's main event, which was our real introduction to getting to watch WWF TV. Here in Winnipeg, we were part of the AWA territory, and we did not have access to the weekly syndicated shows. And that's why that time in, in this show was so special to us, because it was how we found all those great wrestlers and performers from the AWA that had left us. I was able to keep up with wrestling by checking out the magazines, which showed me that there was so much more than just that AWA TV show that I had gotten used to and then was taken away from me so rudely. One of the best things about Saturday Night's main event was the fact that it had top talent facing each other, a, a format that I couldn't believe I was seeing. Nowadays, people um, are fed the best matches all the time, and I guess that started with Raw, and it's great for what it accomplishes, but I come from the school of less is more, and I just can't get into six or nine hours of content a week but when it was one hour a week oh yeah you had my attention i think the most interesting time and the most important time in wrestling is the national expansion of the wwf and just before that and basically the death of the different territories jeff and i had a front row seat watching the awa you know leave winnipeg january 1986 and how much we ended up loving wwf and going through the golden era of the rock and wrestling and all that stuff of, of wrestling a perfect time for us and the show Saturday Night's main event really was that kickoff. Well, the TV show came on in that comedy slot where I was used to wanting to see, well, not wanting to see, I was go expecting to see Saturday Night Live with, you know, the great comedians. I love the Blues Brothers. I love National Lampoon's Animal House. And I was really into this grown-up comedy. There was, like, so much good stuff happening on Saturday Night Live that Saturday Night's main event stepping in for Saturday Night Live just blew my mind. So I was so pumped up to see the first episode. And I'm looking forward to watching them again. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that we've, as we said, we have already recorded some material. And one of the great things we got out of that was an experience that Jeff had at a live show here in Winnipeg. Let's listen to that. But I do remember being at a match. Yeah. Road Warriors versus the Fabulous Ones. And I thought I was a Fabulous Ones fan. And I cheered for them. And then Black Sabbath, oh. Iron Man hit the arena sound system. Yes. And the place... It was the Road Warrior Pop. I was there in real life, 11 yeah. or maybe you know, 12 years old, close enough. And how could you not scream? And I knew who Black Sabbath was. I liked Black Sabbath because yeah. of the older brother. Of course, yes. So I knew the song. Yeah. And uh, with and just the like, I was, I'm just re repeating myself like a blithering idiot. I was cheering the fabulous ones because we, we kind of skipped over it. But so part of the fun we're having is using YouTube and podcasts to rediscover our love of professional wrestling. Now we're getting to hear these wrestlers look back on what happened 30 years ago and tell funny stories, and we're getting to enjoy this comedy. So here's a clip of us getting a real... We're just having a good time listening to a wrestler talking about some pranks. So this big knife apparently got pulled on the Bulldogs. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he was like, oh, I'm going to kill him because they were pranking him course, really yeah. hard. Yeah, the, the British... Ribbon. Ribbing, yeah, that's right. The British bully dogs. So he had a leather jacket with a crocodile on the back, and the bulldogs had 
ruined his jacket by cutting off the crocodile. And so he grabbed his knife and was raving and people were, you know, freaking out. But he took revenge by feeding Matilda X-Lax. Oh, no. Yeah. Poor dog. Yeah. And so Mr. Fuji said, okay, look, we got to get to the bottom of this. We're going to have a drinking contest. You and Dynamite are going to see who's the last man standing. And I heard this story from B. Brian Blair, (laughs) part of the Killer Bees with Jim Brunzel. We knew Jim Brunzel from his high flyer days. Anyway, so the drinking contest goes on and they're getting hammered. And it turns out Mr. Fuji is dropping Halcyon, some kind of like tranquilizer, into... Outback's drinks. Oh, no. So, you know, they're they're all ribbing the new guy. Oh. Outback Jack apparently was a nice guy, but he was a bit of a braggart. Oh, I can drink anybody under the table. Yeah. So they're all out to get him. They just, yeah. And he was a new guy. Anyway, let me... Uh, that's the setup for B. Brian Blair. I'll let him finish the story. That particular night, uh, Jack finally fell asleep. Uh, Brunzel was there as well. Besides the Bulldogs, there were a lot of the guys there. And he fell completely just... Bam, flat on his back, and he looked up and he said, Fuji, you put some shit in my drink, mate. I know you did. He goes, because I cannot drink all three of you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so he's still bragging. Anyway, uh, Jimmy and I get him and try to take him back to the room, but the bulldogs are peeing on him. <laughs> and I'm saying, oh, man, come on, guys, don't don't pee on him like this. This is terrible. And Bunsy was peed, too. And so, uh, you know, finally they stopped peeing on him, and uh, we get him to his room, and uh, Dynamite couldn't help it. Got to pee on him one more time. And Outback turns around and can barely look up, and he says, you know, I've been pissed on by better blokes than you. Um, So later on that night, James, uh, that's it. (laughs) Been pissed on by better blokes than you. We welcome you to join us on May 11th as we kick off what we hope is a long-running series in our podcast. A big part of what we're doing is the real fan experience, our experience of the wrestling. And hopefully, if you like what you hear, you'll want to be a part of the process. We'll be looking to engage people, get their information, their stories, their recollections, and incorporate that into future episodes. big part of what I've enjoyed most recently with wrestling, getting back these last few years, is hearing other people's stories, other people's perspectives. And we hope that we can get your perspectives, too. So, please follow us each week as we watch another episode of Saturday Night's main event and review it for you. If you like what you're hearing, we'd invite you to check out our Patreon channel. We'll have that information on every show. If you'd like what we're doing, we hope you can support the show. If not, please keep listening to whatever your favorite podcast player is. Well, that's going to wrap us up until May 11th. We'll see you then. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.